Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Talking about practical help, practical tips with the help of YourTherapySource.com. Talking about how to reach goals today, especially for children. Some simple tips for students to help reach their goals. For example, the first thing would be to change up the tools, the toys, or activities that you are using, which we do all the time here in OT land. It may just be as simple as approaching the skill using a different tool or material. If I want the students to hold the pencil in the right way, I want them to have a functional grasp, ideally a tripod grasp. What I give them is the mini pencil we've talked about before, the golf pencil, which is basically half the size of a real pencil, which I think is too big in general for little kids anyway. Or we use the tripod grasp, the claw grasp, or the ergonomic crossover writing grip from the pencil grip. Changing the activity demands, changing the task with using different materials so that we can get to the goal. Again, with the adapted paper and the popsicle stick line spacers, word spacers, using different materials to get them to do the task in a different way with a different type of a tool or material. And you could also change the environment. Perhaps try accomplishing the skill outdoors in a quiet room or with a peer. Changing the environment also could be instead of doing it in sitting where gravity is assisting you sitting at the table on a basically horizontal surface. If you do it standing when you're in a vertical surface where you have to fight gravity, that's more demands on the body, more demands on the writing skills, helping them to work on the extremities and the core while standing. Could be on a chalkboard or on a smart board or Promethean board or on a dry erase board or Velcro board, any of those kind of things, changing the environment aspect of the task itself also. You could also make sure to be doing the, besides for the skill outdoors, in the quiet room or with the peer different ways of changing the environment also, if we didn't mention that yet. Being positive also is very helpful. If you assure the students that or children that they have the ability to accomplish the goal, you will provide them with the ability to believe in themselves. If you believe in them, they could believe in themselves also. The power of positive feelings can go a long way. Be positive, think positive, and it will all be positive. Change your teaching style. If you are only providing verbal directions, offer a demonstration or a visual picture of what the student needs to accomplish. If you're always offering verbal feedback, try diminishing how often you provide feedback to see if that makes a difference. Offer rewards for positive behavior and small accomplishments towards the end goal. Some students respond very well to a reward system. My system, we've talked about many times before, is I always give them a sticker blinder and I always give them a squishy blinder. It could be a glow-in-the-dark squishy, it could be a fun squishy, a big squishy, a little squishy, but they know they come to OT, they do the good work, they do the writing or the cutting or the like, the, whatever the demand is, whatever the activity, whatever the task is, they get that squishy, they get that sticker they know they come and they get it and they take it back half the time it ends up on the ceiling but at least they get it for coming that's my positive reward you come you get it and you have a good time so we want to make sure that they could also have that and they realize that that's what pbis is also a reward system a lot of schools use pbis the positive behavior intervention system whereas if they do something good they get like a gotcha buck or they get like a token or they get like a ticket Something to hold on to that at the end of the week, a lot of times they exchange the ticket, they exchange the token, they exchange the different, the whatever it is for a prize, usually for a toy or, or something like that, an item 
something they could use, something tangible that they could give the the token in to get that kind of a reward thing. Then there also is the ability that besides for using positive behavior, you could also set goals each class period or each day. We work with the child to send mini goals, different time periods, or assignments. This can empower the student. Experiencing small successes will help the student stay motivated to reach the larger goal. You can also teach the child to focus on their strengths by educating the child on what they do best. You can help them use different strategies to reach their goals. The typical way to achieve a skill may not be the best way for each child. You've got to teach and work with each child on their own level, whatever level that may be. Wanting to make sure that they have the level that is appropriate for them with the right task, again, for what their strengths are. You want to make sure to have them focus on their on their strengths. You know if you educate them on what they could do best, you help them use the strategies to reach their goals. And that's why you have to go in whatever the best way is for the child. You can also teach the child to track their own goals. The student can track his or her goals over time by monitoring the skills over the course of a day, a week, a month, or a quarter, allowing the student to get a visual picture of empowerment, of improvement, decline, or maintenance of the different skills. By having the students track their own goals, they'll take ownership of their progress. And there's also another way, we're going to do a little shorter one today, but there's also another way for students to, to see how they're doing. You know, if you keep the classwork, you keep the written work, and you keep their different writing samples or, or, or task samples or game samples of what they've done over the year, what they've done over the past few months, they could see how well they're doing. They could see how it's going. They could see if it is really being successful or not. So if you take out a work sample from September and you take out a work sample from December or January or February, we hope to see much progress. We hope to see much difference in their writing. We hope to see that there is something different in what's going on so that they can have progress and they can have differentiation. And you could also have them use different services. You could have them use different papers, the adaptive paper versus the index card, which I've been using recently. Or they could use non-line paper and line paper. You can make lines on the paper. You could have graph paper, composition paper, or college-ruled paper, all different types of paper for writing, for example. You could see how they write, and they could look at it also. And then you could look how they write on a dry erase board, the smarter, smart board, and Promethean board, and the, the chalkboard. You could see how they write on that, and you could point it out to them. Oh, look, James. Your writing on the chalkboard is very different than your writing on the paper. Why do you think that is? And also looking at the class samples versus the therapy room samples, for example, it doesn't always carry over. There's not always transferability, and there's not always generalization to the classroom. Recently, I was thinking of graduating one of the students because she's doing very well in the room and writing very fantastically with me, if that's a word. But in the classroom itself, the writing is not on the same level as in my room. And I think the reason might be because the way she writes in the class is not the same way she writes with me. They don't have the adaptive paper. They don't use the same pencils we use, so we have to give those materials, give those items. So I recommend it to the teacher to use the same paper and the similar writing devices that we use. And maybe then the carryover would go to this student in the classroom a little more than just seeing what we see in, in the therapy room because we want there to be progress all over. We want them to be doing well in both locations. We want them to reach their goals as much as possible throughout the year. Again, when we give goals for children, it has to be the SMART goal is the best way to write it, especially in the Board of Ed system, especially when writing goals in general for a clinical also, besides for just the educational model. We want it to be specific, that it's a, a, a very specific skill. Don't just say improve fine motor skills, for example, but improve scissors in order to cut off 
on the lines to cut out shapes such as a square with using a proper grasp independently. You know, you want it to be measurable. How often is it going to be? Four out of five trials. We write a lot of times. We want it to be achievable. We don't want them to say that they're going to uh, cut out a graph of the of a, an intricate model of architecture of the World Trade Center. We want it to be something that's actually achievable, and we want it to be relevant. I don't want them to say increase sensory skills because that's not really a measurable thing. That's not really something that can relate back to the classroom in a specific and measurable, de- measurable detail-oriented way. And we also want it to be time-based. We want it to make sure that it's within the year, not happening within five years, not happening in two seconds, but in the right amount of time. Another way for them to reach their goals to make sure if you give them or have children think about goals for themselves in a smart kind of a way that they know that it's specific, measurable, achievable, and we need it to be relevant. R is for relevant, that that we said it has to be something related to what they need to learn and that it has the time base as well. Join us next time as we talk about easy ways to get the brain ready for testing here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.